So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. I think when, when you're in a relationship, being able to travel with somebody is like one of the best things you could do. I agree. I think some of our best memories together are exploring new places and relaxing somewhere on a beach. So we've been working with the brand Beachbound Vacations to find our next perfect beach vacation. And instead of spending hours searching for your perfect beach, take the perfect beach finder quiz and let Beachbound do the heavy lifting for you. Go to beachbound.com to get started today. I mean, I love it. I can't wait for our next vacation. To get started, go to beachbound.com, click be the first to try, and then select take our quiz. There's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. Show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase because every time we buy a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Welcome back, Happy Hour listeners. I'm one of your hosts, Becca Kufrin. And I'm Michelle Young. And we are back this week to catch up with everything that happened in Budapest. But also, we finally have The Bachelor himself on. So very soon, we will finally get the chance to talk with Zach. Yes, we're excited to speak with him. There's so much that has happened just this season in general to get his thoughts on his journey um, and get to chat with him. But first, before we bring him on, I have so many thoughts about this episode, Becca, and I need mm-hmm. to know your thoughts on on something <laughs> very specific. Oh, so give it okay. to me. So in this date, this date was really intense and it was really emotional. And I will say that it actually kind of felt very unique aside from other like just typical bachelor dates or mm-hmm. episodes the mind reading date mm-hmm. okay so the, they bring this mentalist in and one how how are your thoughts just in general about like a psychic or a mentalist like are you into that stuff are you open to it are you like yes anything that they say i that's absolutely it are you like take it with a grain of salt I no, I'm so into it. And like I have personally spoken with mediums in the past. So I feel like this would have been actually a really fun date to be on. The only part that I probably would not have liked per se is being having it be in a group setting. Like this is a date that yes. I would have maybe wanted for just myself and the lead, not with all these other women around. Um, And it seems like it got very emotional for the women just based upon 
the questions he was asking. And I'm going to be completely honest because like, you know, I've, I've chatted with mediums in the past and some I'm like, okay, like you're spot on with some of the stuff that you know that no one else would have known. And then some Mm -hmm. I'm like, "Mm, like, are you real here? Are you just like spewing out? Yeah. Like, is it just more vague, like stuff that you spew out to everyone? And I kind of went into this date with that mindset, like, of course, this is set up from the show and this like he's going to know inside information from these women before going on. But like based upon all of their reactions and I and I am intrigued to hear Zach's point of view, too, because obviously he was there. But I feel like this guy was actually legit. I OK, so that's so interesting that you bring that up is because I I've seen a psychic before and and you kind of can like take different things and but like my similar to you my reading was very like specific mm-hmm. and so it was like okay this can actually this could actually be legit but as i was watching this episode i wasn't necessarily sitting there and questioning if he was legit or not what I almost had an issue with, though, is the way that he set the tone of the date because it came off really aggressive. And it came for me anyways. And it came off because like several times this mentalist was like, if you're lying, I'm going to know mm-hmm. if you're lying, I'm going to know. And it came off in a very like taunting is an aggressive word, but like a pushy way when like these women like got to know like like they were in like an in, FBI in, interrogation yes yes I'm glad that you brought that up and I guess I was looking at it I wasn't even looking at it from that mindset but that makes total sense and and I think the, if I would like if I was on this group date I would have failed miserably first of all because like I always put myself in this mindset of like okay if I had to do like a lie detector quiz like I'm a very honest person but like when somebody's like I know if you're lying I know if you're lying I would freaking panic and like my heart would just race I'd probably fail it no matter what if I was honest or not like so why is that my biggest fear too yeah (laughs) no I think it's I've also listened to way too many true crime podcasts where they're like never do a polygraph so that's where my mindset is but also like like you just said, I'm the type of person who wants to explain things. And like, this is the why, even if like you don't like my answer and I'm being honest and it's blunt and it might hurt to hear, I want to give the reasoning to try to validate that. And I guess, yeah, yeah for the women to not be able to do that. And we saw, I, guess, I think, I mean, for the most part, at least three of them really sat in that weird limbo feeling of, oh my God, he probably misinterpreted what I was saying. So and now he is probably like thinking I'm not ready for this or, you know, I'm not like on the same page as him. So yeah, I could see why they would struggle. I'm, I'm super interested to talk to Zach about this um, mm-hmm. with everything and pick his brain just about what his thoughts were on that date as well as everything that just happened this week. Yeah, both of his one-on-one, sending some women home before the big hometown week. I will say, like, I'm I'm intrigued to have Zach on this week because, like, for me, 
and I don't know if like Michelle you've maybe felt this or not but like I feel like we've gotten to know more of these women and like I quite like the cast I love the support that they have for one another I feel like especially on every one-on-one date that he's had with them like we've learned a lot about them so I feel like I know them better but Zach to me like I still don't quite know like I feel like with the way he answers and like what we're seeing I'm like I don't really know who Zach is like I haven't seen much of you and your personality and your side of things and so that's why it'll be nice to have him on today to try to get to know a deeper side to him Um, and just to dig a little bit more and so I hope that he's willing I mean I know like we've never really had a voucher on halfway through I feel like so this will be interesting I mean obviously he's probably so exhausted with having still half a season to go and to do all of that but um yeah so we'll i i guess with all of that we should just bring him on because we we do have so many questions for him (laughs) let's do it hello hello welcome zach how are you doing i saw the hello hello there that's a it's a big thing in my world hello hello? the double hello (laughs) oh i've been getting roasted for it all season (laughs) is that how you wait is that how you meet all the girls every week is hello hello it started on night one, uh, just being overwhelmed, walking into you know the room with everyone, and it was, all right, hello, hello, ladies. And then they started tallying how many times I would say that same phrase, <laughs> hello, hello, so much that it was like turning into a game with everyone. Oh, I, I have not even it. picked up on that. I haven't either. <laughs> but I will say, Becca and I have actually spoken about this before. Just on night one, you get those nerves in general, and there's like everybody has coin phrases and so yours i didn't know that yours was hello hello i actually didn't peep that out at all i don't remember i kept saying i love it i love it i love it <laughs> i remember matt james his was thanks for sharing becca what was yours i don't even know oh i you would always something. say i would always say like if i'm being honest and then like lead into something yeah um you just oh, get stuck in it you wait know? no this actually I, this was a great tip for this question that I didn't even like remember I was going to ask you, Zach. Okay, you do this and I did this as well. And like halfway through my season, the producers were like, um, can you stop saying this? So I want to know if they said this to you too. But um, and it's like usually in like the rose ceremonies, like, you know how you have to walk in, stand next to the podium and like give a little spiel of like, yeah, you yeah. know, I appreciate all of your time. And like, I'm really finding like love, whatever it might be. But um we always like give our spiel and that little speech. And then we always say, so with that being said, and then we would like grab the rose and you say it too. And I'm like, dude, he, I used to say that all the time. And they told me to stop. Did, has anyone told you like halfway through your season, like you don't need to say with all that being said, you know, there were, there were probably several phrases they told me to stop saying with that one. I feel like it's, it's the one that makes sense to transition to. That's what I'm saying. I think it works. Uh, I think I might have said it every single time so far, but I mean, I think one thing that I I had a bad habit on and I didn't really notice till watching the show was the amount of times I say like, and I was not. So I I thought I had a better grasp in terms of like filler words, but (laughs) when you're on a date and you're nervous and there's maybe some alcohol involved, I'm looking back, I'm like, I... See, I just said like again. It just <laughs> happens all the time. And we I, all do it. I'm going to. It's notorious in Bachelor Nation. <laughs> I just started with, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I just hit your <laughs> Becca's phrase, okay? <laughs> but you have made it 
I've become more conscious of how often I use the word like from watching you. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. But here's the thing <laughs> is everybody does it. It's mm-hmm. not you. Like you can track back to even like Colt. I decided again. You can track back to Colton season and it's like, 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 like it's a thing mm-hmm. that happens every single season. And I think what it attributes to, so now I'm trying to pause and not say it. <laughs> But you're having these conversations and you want to be thoughtful about your words. And people tend to say like instead of just pausing. Mm -hmm. But I'll say this is that what you're saying is it comes off. It's very genuine. So regardless of you throwing like in there, however often it is, don't let that sweat. Okay, so we are literally just at this halfway mark and you're watching all of this back. (laughs) for the first time as you kind of spoke about and are picking up just different things that you have said or even perceptions or getting just a different perspective on how things has happened have you how has that been for you have you enjoyed watching everything back has it been really difficult for you uh it's it's pretty difficult um you know you have this one way of you you know thinking of how things went and you have your own perception or, you know, the real- reality you lived in, um, you know, for those several months, and then you rewatch it and you don't necessarily fully understand the, the full picture till you rewatch it. And, you know, it's everything as little as like, okay, yeah, I, I, I say these words a lot or my mannerisms, but on the bigger scale, it's like, okay, that situation, I'm seeing it from another perspective and I'm seeing um, what's going on with you know the women that i I typically wouldn't know but think i I have a good grasp on the situation so Mm -hmm. it's been like tough to watch as a whole but a good experience overall because it's like it's teaching myself more about myself and how i handle situations and could have handled situations better but i'm someone in general that i mean any thing i you know do on the show or like if it's you know, an interview or something like that. I don't watch it back. Like I, I, I don't want to because I have that thing of like, damn, my voice sounds like that. Or why do I, why do I walk like that? Like it's like the littlest, you know, things. But um, I, I'm not the biggest fan, but my family loves to watch it. So, how is it with them? I mean, you know that your family is watching you kiss other people. Is that weird? Oh yeah, it's 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 really weird, and I'm almost like, why are you watching it? Uh, and they, they don't enjoy that by any means. It's like every time they see like a hot tub scene, they're like, all right, we're going to just mute and do something. I'm like, thank you. Fast forward 15 looks seconds. At, everybody looks uh, at their phones all of a sudden, you know? Yeah, I, I don't watch with them either. I, that's one thing <laughs> that's I smart. Do. That's a good idea. Yeah, what, has, what have been some of your biggest shocks or surprises watching it all back? Because as you just said, like you you know, you were living in like what was reality for you, but then you see all of the interviews with the women back and you piece together each of the stories a little bit more. So what has been most surprising or shocking to you? Uh, One that comes to memory uh, is what happened really in Estonia with, um, with Kat pulling me out into the hallway before the the charity one-on-one date. And I didn't know like what had followed and been like the reality for the girls for the past, you know, week or so afterwards. Like I didn't know that it caused such, you know, 
issues or, or conflict within the women so much so that it did. Um, I, I thought it was, you know, just kind of something that had happened. And then it's like, all right, the next day we're on a date and we're okay. Now we're traveling to the next location. And, and I didn't know how much stress that caused for everyone else in the fighting that had happened. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't learn that till I watched the episode. Really. I didn't know that that was like a conflict by any means. Okay. Which is actually, and we'll get into everything with Estonia soon. So I'm going to, when we get to that week, I want to ask you about that. Cause I did have a question yeah. of like when you started piecing things together. Um, mm-hmm. But before that, I mean, we just have some fun, random questions, you know, getting to know you a little bit more for our listeners. Um, and actually, and I will be completely transparent, before you hopped on, I was like, listen, I feel like with the season, we're getting to know so much of these women, especially on the one-on-one dates, they're really opening up about their past. And I feel like we're seeing more sides to them. And with Zach, I'm not necessarily seeing as much and getting to know him. And that's why we're happy to have you on here because like, this is an hour of just you, like an interview to get to know you. Um, So we have some fun little silly questions for you. One I want to ask you is we've seen on social media, like you poking fun at yourself. See, I just said like you poking fun at yourself for being this quote unquote boring bachelor. Do you feel like the reception of you has changed since the show started airing? Oh, good question. Uh, Generally, I think a little bit, Um, you know, when you start at the literal bottom, um, usually there's only one way to go up. And uh, (laughs) that's a great way of looking at it, I guess. (laughs) So, I mean, I'm like, I'm realistic with it. I get it. Not a lot of people knew who I was from, you know, uh, last season of The Bachelorette, Um, you know, going into this, there still wasn't a lot to know um, about me. But, you know, there's like I, I have my take on it and it's it's the fact of yeah i've been you know very forward on the no, the no drama or the no bs and mm-hmm. uh, i like to live my life that way and if that's boring to viewers that's fine because it's like i i don't want to change who i am to mm-hmm. not be your quote unquote boring like i'm not going to try to fit the mold of what you know this you know the large um, fan base of bachelor nation like what they want to see because it's my life at the end of the day and i i want to you know take the lessons that I've learned or the way I was raised to, you know, continue like my life and, and growing. And I don't want to change being boring to fit that mold. But I mm-hmm. think, I think as a whole, um, people have started to, to see it. It's not necessarily like a boring season by any means, but it's different. Yeah. That's what I, I really, mean. I really connect with what you said there of having this, you seem to have a really good balance between or just understanding. That doesn't mean just because you have an understanding that it's always easy and that everything just rolls off and like the hate or just the comments roll off. But I definitely experienced some, just the similar whole concept of you understand you're on a reality TV show and yeah. the reality TV shows do really well when it's crazy and out of pocket and wild and that's what makes exciting tv and you have this opportunity that you were presented and you want to take it because you genuinely want to find your person but you're not going to be this complete basket case or change who you are just to entertain other people so i do really really respect that um and like becca said you you have handled it you know you really seem to have been handling it 
well with how you speak about it that doesn't mean that it doesn't like hurt at times i'll acknowledge that yeah but no, yeah. but yeah I, I i do appreciate that and i do appreciate the little banter back and forth that you've been you know just on social media of like sometimes just make you'll make fun of yourself you'll do you know whatever you <laughs> like just make it lighthearted. it doesn't have to be this like yeah. intense serious thing don't you know? take yourself so seriously which we've seen more of you on instagram doing which I mean, like, that's that's kind of what you got to do in this world, especially on social media. Like, you can't please everyone. You just got to do you and find, like, the happy moments in sometimes the not easiest moments. Have exactly. You been, have you been able to stay out of the comments? And sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. So you can. Oh, no, yeah, finish. you're good. No, yeah. With, with the comments, you know, it, it's very early on it was really hard not to because it's it was still so new and my family was you know even getting you know a little shocked by it because my mom you know being very protective and and she's mm -hmm. like i don't want to go in the comment section and i'm like mm -hmm. no, no, no no you know take the higher ground um and and you know be a big person but it it like kind of clicked pretty early on i don't know if it was um you know, just time or just kind of getting over it where it just kind of stopped mattering in my eyes of like, I, I don't need to click the comment section really in my own photos or anything like that. But, you know, I, I do, you know, like appreciate the good support that I, I do know I, I, I get and, and the negative stuff. It's like, Hey, I, I don't take myself too seriously. Like, I mean, it's like, I love like dad jokes and just like being goofy and not taking things too seriously, but like in this show's light, like I took, you know, finding love so seriously, but like I myself, I'm like, I, I'm no farthest thing from it, but that's not necessarily <laughs> always shown. Right. Um, so. Listen, I, I feel like I understand you. I was, I was the boring bachelorette where I was so dead set. Like I went in, I had like the job of finding the partner. Like I was, I was in it to win it. I wanted to get engaged and have it be like my last seen person. And so I was so dead set on like really weeding out the drama and like finding who was best for me. So I understand like you're kind of in that zone too of like, which, and I will say like, I have commended you on this. And I think other people have too playing into like the drama, like you cut it right away. And if there is any sort of BS, you're like, I don't want to deal with that. That's not what I want in my life. Like that's not for me. And you, you have been very decisive in that regard, which I think most people can appreciate because we haven't always mm -hmm. necessarily had that in the past and it's left everyone involved, even the viewers watching very confused. Yeah. Like I, I I've, I've recognized and, and you both know this, that the time is so short when you're there from night one to the end and you, Mm -hmm. Every moment counts, every conversation counts, and you have to be, you know, hyper vigilant on everything. And when the end goal is to find the love of your life, when you see drama or you see things that are worrisome, well, shit, we don't have that much time till the end. And like, I don't want to risk this for any of us. And I, I don't want to like lead, you know, anyone on. And I want to be just honest that like, hey, this this is not what like we signed up for. And I said it very early on a night one, like that's it's not what I'm looking for with this drama. It's nothing against you as a person. It's like for my own self too. Mm -hmm. just seeing the drama. Like I, right. I got it. I got to cut it. Yeah. You seem like you've been great about just listening to your gut and following it. And again, 
back to that decisiveness. So let me ask you this then. So now that you're kind of watching it all back and you've lived it, like, is there one moment or several moments where you thought like, hmm, maybe I shouldn't have reacted so quickly? Or do you stand by basically every decision you've made thus far? No, no, I, I've definitely looked back and, and looked at quite a few situations where I know I could have handled it way better. Um, you know, the decisions, um, you know, of having to send someone home, I, I do stand by that because I'm, you know, feeling out and seeing like, who could my person be? But to get to that point, there were, yeah, a few interactions um, in general where I look back and I, I, I see that like I, I failed myself, I failed that person and, you know, not necessarily who I am. And I, you know, want to get better from it. So I've, like the decisions, yes, but not the way I have handled some of them. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. If you were to put it to like, I will, we'll give you a minute to also like, like pat, let's pat yourself on the back too. Um, but with one thing up into this point in the journey that you feel like you have struggled with, and it doesn't have to be necessarily a specific situation, just one thing that you were struggling with or you struggled fails a really strong world word. But and then one thing that you felt like you had done really well. Um like looking back at the show, like from everything. Um or just at this just at this point of what you've kind of seen to the episodes to this point, because you know, like you you are in a constant state of reflection and, and it's kind of also hard to jump back into that without like the knowledge that you have now but you know you kind of already and you don't even need to actually like speak of what you feel like you've failed on or anything like that you've been very um you've taken ownership over the things that you and have apologized in the areas where you felt like you needed to what's one thing you felt like you did well and have done well um i think i think one thing i i, I I have hopefully done pretty well, but it feels like I have was never leading anyone on like throughout. And, you know, there's, there's going to be, you know, always like the articles of this and that, and, and, yeah. you know, the word blindside comes up a lot and that especially mm -hmm. the thing bachelor created it. And it's like, <laughs> there's a certain point where, you know, I, I've always wanted to be truthful and honest with how I felt with everyone. And I have, and, you know, the feeling of, of blindside is going to happen no matter what, in a sense, because it's not like, that's why there's a rose ceremony and like a decision needs to be made a lot of the yeah. time. I think one thing I've done pretty well was always letting them know how I truly feel about them. Now it's, it's tough when you have to make a decision at a rose ceremony and, you know, you have to follow what is right to you. But I think like everything I've done, I've, you know, been fully honest and transparent with all the women throughout our relationship. So I, yeah. that's one. Yeah. That is, because it's easy to kind of like, you can skate by and, and maybe just say like a, a few things here and there and, and, you know, lead them on. And that's the last thing I wanted. Like, I only wanted to be true with what I actually felt with each one. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to get into obviously like the past couple weeks. We you have been traveling to some crazy cool places. Like fresh out the gate, you were traveling to like cool cities. Oh, yeah. Um I'll, I just want to ask you this because it's already crazy that next week is hometowns and like where the hell has this season gone already? Like can you believe right now? I mean, obviously you filmed it. 
you were in that limbo phase before it aired and now you're playing it all back. Can you believe like we're already to this point where you are you are going to meet four women's families already? Oh, I mean, it's mind boggling. <laughs> like, I, I thought it was going to be the slowest, you know, couple of months there is, you know, watching everything week to week. And it's actually just absolutely flew by. Um, I am excited for the, the end of it, if you know, for selfish reasons to like kind of start my life with... Mm-hmm. Someone or maybe not. Oh, is this a little hint <laughs> that you're happy and in love? Tune in. No, but <laughs> <laughs> um, like I, I'm excited for that that phase of life, and I, that, mm-hmm. that's kind of the most important thing for me. But um, so selfishly, I'm like I'm excited that it's kind of being yeah. you know faster than um, mm-hmm. anticipated. Right. But right, um, you know, it, it's still the time. You know, when there's hometowns right around the corner, it gets really real like that's when you know families are involved and it's not um you know what you've been going through traveling around the world doing some cool fun dates it's it's like a level of seriousness that you haven't really gotten to yet and there's a lot at stake and the most difficult decisions of all time come and i know it's a little nerve-wracking like i'm I'm getting the butterflies thinking about like going back to that time and looking at it Mm -hmm. because it was huge it was it was a lot to take in like i as i'm sure you both know the nerves when you meet the families and absolutely well and we'll get into i mean we'll get into closer to hometowns but i just want to ask you this too because now it's we've all seen the episode we know your final four was there one maybe one woman or family in particular that you were like really nervous whether it was because you were like so into that person that you were like this could be my future in-laws or somebody that you were like oh they've warned me that their parents are going to be kind of harsh like who was Mm. one of the girls families that you were most nervous to see that's a great question uh it was ariel's family so she had dad that thought it was game of thrones (laughs) he he was like they're gonna make you get naked and i was (laughs) and i i was like you know you know a little nervous but excited to meet him but i was also warned of uh not warned but prepared for her brother and you know i'm an older brother myself with two younger sisters um you know that have had boyfriends and i've played the the macho uh older brother um role um you know at a younger time but Mm -hmm. she prepared me for that and so i was really nervous going into me meeting her brother who Mm -hmm. um, without any spoilers i don't know if he's a big fan of this whole show thing and me (laughs) and that's so understandable too is because it is a crazy world and not everybody understands it that's hard it's 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 so tricky it's like ready set go and then we wonder why families are like what the heck is going on it's like because we look we look legitimately crazy well (laughs) and i feel like not to get into the whole like stereotypical role of like men and women but traditionally i will say it's probably a bit tougher for you as the male lead zach because you know when you want to I think most people, when they are planning on getting engaged, they want the parents' blessing. And so I'm sure that was an added layer that you went into all of these hometowns. Sorry, my dogs just came back. So if you hear beeping in their colors, um, that's them. <laughs> but I'm sure, and, and you can maybe speak more. Oh, God, here's Minnow. Hi. <laughs> you want to see The Bachelor? Oh, yeah, come say hi. Oh. Come say hi. <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> um, but I'm sure you had that extra layer to think about of like one of these four women could be my 
life partner and I could be getting engaged. And now I have to ask for their potential blessing when they know I'm still dating three other women on top of their daughter. It's got to be like a bit heavy going in every night. Uh, It it was, I mean, every hometown, you're prepared to have probably the toughest discussion you can ever have because, you know, you're you're speaking with fathers, you're speaking with mothers, you know, siblings. And you do need, like for me, I personally believe like you do need to ask for that blessing because Mm -hmm. that's, like, I want them to, you know, feel as comfortable as they can with me. But yeah. regardless, it's still their family. It's their daughter. Yeah. And um, I want them to feel comfortable or feel safe with me. Um, right. So it was, you know, very difficult uh, for, you know, a lot of the family to to wrap their head around. And I completely understand. And I uh, was prepared for, you know, anything um, that could happen. Um, we do want to get into this week's episode. Wait, no, we got to get into Estonia quick because I do Estonia. have some questions of Esto- about okay. Estonia too. Okay, got it. Got it. You, <laughs> you start with that, Bex. Um, okay, and then uh, we have, got it. Man, I have so many questions for you. And I, I know, know we just like don't have the time. Um, I would get into London, but like that's a couple weeks ago. So yeah, so Estonia. The main thing I want to ask you about that week is the, and you probably know what I'm going to bring up, the conversation with Jess during... Mm-hmm. The group, like the evening part of that group date when she ended up going home. You did not think she was going home that night, correct? Zero. zero Okay. So that was kind of a shock to, I would say, both of you. Um, And the part that I want to ask you about, because just watching that entire conversation, you know, like I can empathize with Jess of, of course, she wants the one on one time. Like she wants to build that quality time, especially as hometowns are nearing. But there was one part in that conversation. Well, I guess two parts, like more towards the beginning. You said something like, you know, I wasn't necessarily like and I'm paraphrasing. So these are not your words, but like you weren't necessarily worried or fixating on the one on one with her because you felt such a strong connection with her. And then closer to the end of that conversation, as she's nearing to go home and leave you were like you kind of backtracked and you said something like well maybe that connection wasn't as strong can you just talk us through the thought process there because I was a bit confused and I'm sure Jess was a bit confused too of and I'm sure that that conversation was much longer than what was aired so there's probably bits that we were missing so can you just like talk us through that entire evening and your thought process when speaking with her yeah absolutely and and even Looking back on it, before I'd even watched the episode, I had left that that entire conversation that time confused as well because what had happened was it, w- it was all very quick. Um, mm-hmm. The conversation was was long and obviously it had to be condensed. But you know, just you know, coming to me and you know expressing these concerns about the one on one, and you know, I I, I took it. Um, out of the what's the right word out of um uh sorry i'm blanking on the word context uh, out of context basically of you know i i'm seeing you know jess show all of this like uh, emotion and like anger with me about this when like all the mm-hmm. time for the weeks leading up to this like we had it very strong and i wasn't you know necessarily knowing that she was you know worried about not having a one-on-one and then i i see her on this you know great cocktail party and and she's very upset with me and i i was caught off guard i was not expecting that because you know through the weeks you know with jess um i was confident with her and the issue was and i don't know if it was fully brought in there but you know the nerves played a huge factor with her and 
Um, I wanted her to feel very comfortable with me. And I felt very comfortable with her from a very early point. Like I, I had a moment with her, I think it was week two, where I shared something with her that I've never shared with anyone. And she had this like ability to make me feel comfortable like that. Mm-hmm. And that was something awesome. And I was like, wow, there's something really strong about Jess that, that I, I'm, I'm digging. And as those weeks transpired, whenever we would talk, she wasn't like, you know, getting too comfortable with me. And, and the nerves were, you know, to a point that were um, becoming the the topic of our conversation of like, uh, like are, are you comfortable with me, Jess? Like, is this going to be okay? And that instilled a little bit of fear in me of like, once you do a one-on-one date, like you spend all day with someone and um you know it's it's you know it's an important date and i completely see where she really really wants one everyone wants one and i guess where my of me saying like i feel so confident was like i really didn't have like any doubts other than the nerves and and of you know going on a one-on-one date but like it just all of a sudden hits this boiling point of you know all this you know, emotion and anger. And I'm caught off guard because I never knew she was feeling this um, strongly about not having the one-on-one. And she was thinking it was me not wanting to to take her or me not liking her. And that was, you know, farthest thing from the truth. And it was just like a, a shocking moment where we didn't say anything. We both stood up and mm-hmm. and walked out. And like, I, 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 I still look back at it and it, and it is a, a confusing tough thing that I know I, I could have handled better. And I knew she was frustrated and, you know, we've, we've talked since about it. Um, but I don't know. It, it, it's, it was just one of those moments of like, even watching it back, like, I don't agree with the way I handled it, but there wasn't ever any bad intention behind it. It was like right. shock from me, but completely understanding where she's coming from. Like she wanted to just spend that one-on-one time. Mm-hmm. I took it as like, are you like, it, like it's not just about one-on-ones, it's about everything, yet totally makes sense that that's what she needed. And, mm-hmm. and I couldn't give that to her. Are you the type of person, because I I was too on the show, where like there were certain conversations where if I was caught off guard or shocked or like not fully prepared for like, what I was going into, it takes me quite a while to process things really to like, sometimes I need to step away and think about like, how do I want to react? What do I actually want to say? Like, what points do I want to get across? And sometimes when you're filming this show, you quite frankly, just don't have the time to be able to do that. Are you kind of that person too, where you're like, sometimes I just need time to process all of this and I'll come back. And did you feel like in that conversation, you just weren't allowed given, uh, you know, the structure of the show? Uh, in, in that circumstance itself, I think it was because it was such a surprise for us both that we were having this conversation um, that it was kind of like the heat of the moment type thing. And I am someone that I love to process because I, I want to, you know, think everything through. I want to, you know, act the, the best way I can with the best intention and, and figure it out. And when they're, when the last thing you could ever imagine happens of her feeling so upset and she goes home, like that whole situation just kind of felt like a weird dreamlike state. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it could have gone, you know, 50 other different ways. 
Um, you know, maybe if we like took a step back and like, we're both trying to understand each other's, you know, perspective and, and, and mm-hmm. I failed on that. Um, uh, but you know, it, it just, it just a, a weird, tough night. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. such a hard environment too, because when those things happen, it's not like you can instantly reach out mm-hmm. and especially in this situation, if you have these feelings of like, okay, so this did happen, but it's also, I'm still the bachelor. I'm still looking for my person. And you have to move forward and really like focus on that. It's hard. It's like, you're not gonna, whereas like it with a friend or any, any, something that happens, you'd call them a few, like hours later, a day later and be like, Hey, let's work through this. Yeah. But in this situation, it's like, you have to wait till the tell all and you have to wait you have to wait for a long time (laughs) and it's like you also have to focus on your energy too with like okay this happened but i can't speak i can't i mean i'm not can't speak with her right now like physically can't and i have to continue right right yeah yeah you have to as, as the best as you can try to just regain composure and right. um you know when you do have some some downtime like just try to process what happened and and that was something that i i you know for weeks tried to like mentally wrap my head around um like what had happened and and you know now watching it back like and talking with her it's it's been something that i think you know was was great for us both to talk about and and like i understand where i i i missed the the line and and um, I wanted her to know that, like, that's not what I wanted for us, and, and not how I wanted her to feel. Like, that was the farthest thing from it. But it, my actions showed that you could absolutely see it as that. So, I, mm-hmm. like, I, I apologize for that, and um, I think sure, we're on, I think we're on good terms. Yeah, I, I'm sure we'll see it all play out next week <laughs> on the tell-all. Um, those main moments, like where you, we all get the closure that we need, so to speak. Um, Okay, let's get into this week then in Budapest because you had two one-on-one dates and then the group date, which we really want to get into this group date because Michelle and I had our thoughts about it. So many questions. <laughs> Michelle, do you want to get into it? Because I know like Can you... I get into yes, it? Just take it away. It. Okay. Away. Okay. My first question for you is outside of this experience, have you ever gone to a psychic? Have you ever, you know, Spoke to mediums and worked with any of these different things. Before are you a believer, the- Zach? Is what are we're you asking. like? And, and you don't have to. You don't have to be like full in or full out. Just you know what I mean. There's people who are open to it, and there's people who are not. And both sides is completely valid. Yeah. To be honest, I have never dealt with anything like this, like a medium, a psychic, like the magic ball stuff. Like I've never, <laughs> never done that. My, I think my dad when he was a kid was like. Like he was raised kind of like that, but he's like, he doesn't do that anymore. So I'm familiar with it. Mm-hmm. I've never once had like a, I think I had one tarot card reading and that was on last season. On <laughs> but other than that, like, it's not my, my scene. I'm more of like, I like magic. Like I was sold mm-hmm. on him, a magician and then a mentalist. So as you're going into this date, how, how was it when you were sitting down and this mentalist, he really he seemed very legit mm-hmm. and kind of showed that he was valid or what is it? Well, he Not was spot on with like source, a lot of he was, like, he was he very was, spot on. He was spot on. Um, was it hard for you to just, you know, these women are being so, so vulnerable, but 
after they're vulnerable, it's hard because they don't get to ha- you don't get to have a conversation and you don't necessarily get to sit and console or like have them elaborate elaborate on anything that they're saying and you're seeing that they're hurting or yeah. you're seeing that they're struggling. And I did see you kind of reach over and comfort um, multiple of the women when they started to get choked up or when they started to get emotional. Was that really hard that what that was in a group setting, but also just the whole fact of like, this person is bringing these things out of them and it's hitting home or it's, you know, and, and you're trying to help them with their emotions, but you're also trying to process, wait, how am I perceiving this? How do I feel about this? Can yeah. you kind of explain how you handled that date? Yeah. I mean, it, it was, it was uh, a very strange date because as I said, you know, it started with, you know, magic and kind of lighting up, you know, the mood and everyone was feeling good. And then at the end, and what was really shown is when we are sitting down on the stage and talking about like, um, you know, and when Labib is like pulling out like stuff about them, you know, uh, stuff that, you know, has, you know, hurt them or trauma or, or something they're trying to work on. Yeah. Um, and I'm seeing them be emotional. Like, like it was very painful to see because I, you can't do it really in a, a group setting of like really trying to console and, you know, mm-hmm. get to know and kind of dig deeper or, or not dig deeper if it's not something you want to talk about more, but just having a better idea. And I know, I do know that after that day, it really did mess with all the women. Like it yeah. was something oh, yeah. that did shock them because um, yeah. they weren't expecting to feel that on a group date, you know, that have typically been really like fun and, um, you know, different. This this one just really, I don't want to say like it, it, it shook them, but it did because they weren't expecting that date. It was I, heavy. Was, it, I wasn't it, expecting it to get to that. Yeah. Like no idea. And, you know, I wanted to that night um, at the after party, you know, ask them how they were feeling about it, but also see like, you know, was the, you know, was the line drawn somewhere? Like, like, did, like, did it go too far? Like, tell me how you're feeling about that. Cause that was like mm-hmm. even shocking because I, I yeah. just had to observe. It, it was one of those things of like this mentalist stuff. It's not in my realm. I, I don't know if it's <laughs> truly real or not and this and that. And, and now I'm, I'm, you know, hearing some really sensitive information that obviously is having an effect on all the women. And like, I'm trying to, to, I guess, sort, like sort through it mentally of like, okay, is this, you know, like, is this real? Like what this guy Labib is, 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 is sharing. And, and obviously the women are really hurt. So like, I want to get to, you know, the bottom of it and see if they're truly okay. And I, I don't know. It was it was not what I thought the magician date was going to be. Right. Right. Yeah, I wish sure. we would have seen more of the magic just because it was like, is this a red? Like, do I need to be focusing on the red flags or do I need to be focusing on the consoling or wait, what's going on here? It was just a whole mind F, honestly. It was a very so, mentalist date. It was a very. Yeah. But they're normally not that heavy. I feel no. like I wanted to see the magic tricks. So, um, OK, Next well, time. <laughs> I have a question that has to do with this date, but I'm asked, I'm going to ask both of you this. Okay, and, okay we're going to have a real, just brutally honest moment. When you were both contestants on The Bachelor and Bachelorette, because, and I'm, I'm saying this because there was a point where Kat was in the hot seat with this mentalist and he asked her, like, have you thought of leaving at any point in this journey? And she said, well, yeah. Did either of you throughout your, I hate saying journeys, but I'm going to say it. Adventure. Pathway. Throughout your adventures <laughs> on Matt's season and Rachel and Gabby's season, 
ever think about leaving, whether like it was just so overwhelming for you, you didn't know if this was the right, whatever it might be. Was there any any point where that crossed your mind? Michelle, do you want to go first? Yeah, um, I think where I, when you like struggle, it's not like I'm taking off and I'm leaving. I think it's natural to feel incredibly uncomfortable and question things. And so in my situation, um, there's just so many things that go into this where like you're trying to constantly read the situation and you're reading the situation from the moment you step in until the moment you're, you know, you, you never truly know. You never truly know as a contestant if even if you're in like a runner up position or if you're hometowns, you never know if it's actually you. And so, of course, as a human, you're going to question it. Yeah, it's like the fear of your heart being broken because, you know, yeah, it might not be you at the end. So the easy way out is to just like think in your mind, okay, I'm leaving, I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, like, for me, like I remember, um, you know, on night one of last season, I was like, I don't know if this is my thing or not. Like mm-hmm. I was like, not my cup of tea. And that's, you know, meeting yeah. the women, but still like, it's such a scary environment you're in. And it's all goes down to having like, it's just normal fear. Like everyone yeah. is yeah. Um, it's like not about the person no. like, I'm not leaving you because you're not worth it it's just like what is going on this and, is yeah. yeah well and I wanted to ask you that because I will say there was one week it was like week six or seven on Ari season where I hadn't had a one-on-one date in since week one and I was I felt like I was falling behind I felt like he was having connections stronger than mine up until that point so I was like well what am I still doing here like I'm uncomfortable I feel like I'm falling behind so there was one week where I was like I should maybe just go home like if he's falling in love with these other girls that's incredible but like right now it doesn't feel like me and so I I asked that because like when Kat said, well, yes, I'm sure some viewers took it as like, oh my gosh, well, she's not here for the right reasons and she must not be that into Zach. You know, like people's minds go to like these weird places when all you hear is the yes and you don't hear the why behind it. But I could empathize with Kat in that point because I was like, we've, I'm sure most contestants at some point or another, whether they admit it or not, have probably thought maybe I should just leave and remove myself and maybe this isn't for me. And so <clears throat> I think the more people like talk about that, even though it might be taboo and again, like not here for the right reasons, I think it's important that people say like we're all out of our elements at some point or another. And it's just a common, I think, human emotion that everyone goes through on the show. So um, for Kat, like, and I know she, everyone was struggling this week and especially on this date, but I could see where she was coming from when she said that. But mm-hmm. Um, okay, Zach, um, I know that you're a busy, busy man and we don't want to keep you too much longer, but, uh, just a couple more questions before we get into the end of this. We all know you're going into hometowns next week, which is such a pivotal part of this all. Like it, it's when it really gets real. You're meeting the families, you're, you're meeting potential in-laws. So how are you feeling now? Are you ready to watch hometown week back yet or do you are you pretty nervous <laughs> for this one I, i'm pretty nervous i mean like all weeks i, I get nervous re-watching it but this one in particular like i'm i'm very curious to see again just how like everything you know did go you know all four of the families 
are very special. Like they really are very unique. Um, and it was an overall great experience, but that doesn't take away from the fact that it was maybe the hardest week, maybe. Well, I know on me, I felt like that was one of the most stressful weeks of, of this entire thing, because it's like you, it's families are involved and I'm like a big brother in my own, you know, life. And I'm yeah. going to be meeting big brothers and I know exactly mm -hmm. how they're going to feel about me. <laughs> so it's like going right. to like, you know, not going to war, but it's like, be prepared to like, you're going to see it all. So mm -hmm. it'll be good. All right. Well, we're excited to see that. And then obviously after that, that home or yeah, hometowns will air Monday. The Women Tell All airs Tuesday. So we'll have a back-to-back -back episode night. Without giving too much away, is there anything that you can tease us for what's to come? Like what to expect with the remainder of the season? Yeah. Uh, I'll just say after Women Tell All, um, overnight week, fantasy suite week, um, it... Uh, it gets, I don't want to use the word juicy, but it gets. Ooh, fantasy suite legs coming up. I was going to say, no, <laughs> yeah, fantasy suite, the word juicy. No, it's uh, <laughs> very descriptive. <laughs> Chains no. and juicy. It, it's, it's juicy and uh, does not necessarily go the, the way I think we all thought it would. Oh, interesting. That's a really good teaser. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah. I'm now. I'm thinking. Not like, what I'm nervous about. That's that's. Dang. <laughs> Mom interesting. Don't okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. Now. Ooh. I mean, like, obviously, we're gonna watch the rest of your season, but damn. Now I'm very intrigued about all this. Okay. Seriously. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, juicy and not the way we think it's gonna go. That's great. Um. Well, okay, usually at this point we play a game, but I've, I, again, I know that you're busy, so we're just going to wrap it up here. And um, with all of our guests, we get into this resource section where we like to share a different resource. It's so important for our listeners to stay informed. And we just like to offer a place where they can go and easily access these different resources on what we're sharing. And so um, I'll kick it, kick it off and then Michelle will go. And then Zach, uh, you can share your resource at the end. But I'm going to pivot from the usual topic of what we do. And the resource I'm sharing this week is an Instagram video with Jon Stewart. And anyone can go on to the account, The Problem with Jon Stewart. And it's actually a recent interview that he did with, um, I think it was an Oklahoma senator, I believe. Um, basically, he interviews this senator about the Second Amendment and gun rights and why he's advocating for... Um, like stricter requirements for guns and <laughs> just watch it. The senator is trying to argue the opposite. Doesn't do a great job, but it's such an important topic. We've seen so many mass shootings in this country and um, guns are the leading cause of death for children School in this country. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so he's basically interviewing this, this the senator and advocating for why we need better regulations in place for people to own guns. And so it's, it's, I think eight minutes, it's an interesting watch. Um, so I would highly urge everyone to go there. Again, it's called the problem with John Stewart. Um, so that is my resource for the week. And now Michelle, if you want to share yours, um, mine's going to be super short and quick. Uh, I'm all about, I'm anti-racism is it's a huge journey. It's 
a lifelong choice, but really making it efficient for people when they're coming down to putting them at the work. And so there's, it's called Anti-Racism Daily. It's, you can get it in a book form. You can get it in an app form. And essentially it's like, kind of like your daily quote. I'm a big quote person, but a quote comes across my screen every single morning on my app, on, on whatever app quote app, quote app I'm using. Same concept here, except for it's like either resource, it's a quote, or it's just like a question to reflect and think about, like a, a thought-provoking question. And so it's short and sweet, um, gives you a lot to think about, and it's also a really good like conversation starter, whether it's at the dinner table, whether it's in your work life, things like that. Um, and yeah, so it's called a ARD is what the app's called, and I'll, I'll, I'll link that A-R-D. too. ARD. Thank you, mm-hmm. Michelle. Yeah. And now, Zach, you are up. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, for me, um, St. Jude, uh, Jude Children's Hospital is, is something that um, I hold near and dear to my heart. And, um, you know, recently I was just um, at a fundraiser event for them. My uncle's um, been fundraising uh, money for them for over 10 years. But the cool thing um, and what I love about St. Jude is that they uh, support families of all backgrounds, all socioeconomic race backgrounds, money, and they make sure that they um, help every child and family that comes in to the point that there will not be a single bill ever sent to the families of anyone, of any children that is going through any, um, you know, uh, medical issues, cancer, um, all the research, it's all handled fully from uh, St. Jude. Um, And i I'm just the biggest fan of them, um, but uh, it's it's pretty cool work what they're doing and making sure that no family, like no matter how little money you make, it will be fully covered, housing, bills, food, travel, um, for all the family that's involved for mm-hmm. um, a child that's going through it. That's incredible. That's really, that's really they wonderful. They do such a nice job, yeah. So uh, thank you, Zach. The last thing we have for you before you head out of here is your rose and thorn. And I think you've done this the last time you were on Happy Hour, but basically your rose is your highlight, favorite moment thus far on the show. Uh, and then the thorn is obviously a messy moment, awkward, something that you cringe at when you think about. Oh yeah, Oof, I can go on. Um, He's like, "How well, long do I got here?" Yeah. <laughs> I can just write it out and give you a checklist. Uh, I Rose. Um, one thing that I, I I still get, you know, people coming up to me talking about it, and I loved it, and and it's something that I, I'll never forget. And it happened a while ago. It was the Bachelor Bowl? I the amount of people that come up to me about that, just seeing like how well the girls played, how like hard they, you know, they, they put effort in, how cool, you know, our, our surprise guests were. Um, like that was one of those just like moments that I've, that has not been, you know, lived down by any means. So that's one I always look back on, but there, there's been so many like very romantic dates um, mm. that, you know, I do replay over in my mind quite a bit, but I think the bachelor bowl is something that I'll, I'll get stopped about it like all the time. And it, a lot of it's yeah. my own football buddies. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, that, would you say that's your favorite group date? Because I was going to ask you that earlier. Does that like take the cake for your favorite group date? Yes. Yeah. I, I, I loved that. I also thought the the Bahamas one was pretty cool because it was mm-hmm. different. It was actually us just hanging out. Like it wasn't like any weird 
fundamentalist type thing. Mm-hmm. There wasn't any like game <laughs> or rules. It was like, let's just all have a barbecue. A and party. Bahamas. Yeah, Bahama Mamas constantly. Almost too much. But. Okay, how much do you cringe when you said, I'm just a Bahama Papa searching for my Bahama? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Wait, did it get, me- did it get made into a gift or a meme? I, I don't know. Um, I think I'm, like, I'm like stretching midway through it. To, I, I'm like not thinking clearly. I just... <laughs> Uh, no, I I mean, that's, you know, embrace the cringe. Um, I was cackling when you said that, because then I think a guy on Instagram, like two seconds before you said it, he was like, I guarantee he's going to say he's a Bahama pop, a search for his Bahama mama. And then two minutes later, it pops up and he's like, I called it. You gave us us all a laugh. So thank you. (laughs) It was it was good. It was a very entertaining. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) And then your thorn. Um, my thorn, I think the biggest thorn of the whole season would would be just about the entire week in London. Um, you know, yeah, not yeah. all of it. You know, I still had the time to have a, a one-on-one date there. But that whole week just was such a curveball that we kind of were all scrambling. Like, we didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Like, this hasn't happened before. You know, it, it hurt it hurt all the women. They didn't know what was going on. I didn't know when I was going to see them next. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then there was, you know, the Zoom or the virtual cocktail things, uh, you know, that uh, as we all like saw, like I, 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 you know, could have handled that better as well. Um, mm-hmm. But it was just such a frustrating, confusing week where everyone I, I know was just guessing like what the hell's gonna happen yeah right well that's the yeah. first time they've ever had to deal with that I mean <clears throat> the show has had to restructure so much just since COVID I mean we've seen seasons that were quarantined but yeah that was the <laughs> first time we've ever seen the lead have COVID and have to figure it out and I mean they figure it out they will figure anything out on this they show really like they, they, really, they really are the magicians let's be honest but <laughs> Yeah, silver lining, I, silver lining. You broke history. Yeah, there sure. you go. And you probably got <laughs> never way happened before. More exactly. Sleep. Honestly, I was thinking about that. I'm like, God, this has got to suck because he probably misses these women. But I was like, dude, he's catching up on so much sleep, and that has got to be nice. Oh well. Well, Zach, thank you so much. I know Becca and I were are happy to just have learned so much more about you. I know it was a crazy launch to your season. I know that there's a lot going on. There's always a lot of noise in Bachelor Nation at times, too, and there's not. There's support, and sometimes there's not a lot of support. Mm-hmm. But I hope you can pat yourself on the back, truly. Uh, I mean it when I say there's. they call you boring or whatever it is, but you you truly do and have seen. I've seen you make these women so comfortable. Um, with just the way that you handle conversations, the way that you acknowledge the awkwardness of the camera in your conversations mm-hmm. and just kind of getting everyone to embrace, um, just embrace the whole show experience. And that's not hard to do when you are also learning and getting your lead legs underneath you. So no, that it is hard to you. do is what you meant to I say. I applaud you. It, uh, so, sorry. Yeah, it's, it's very it, hard it's to not, do. It's sorry. Yeah, it's very hard to do. Or I, I sometimes think that when, when people are there as leads, you're the lead of a show, but it's like not like 
none of us have been here before. We don't know, we don't know how to together. do this. We and don't know what the hell we're doing. And it's so different from being a contestant. And so truly, like, you, you've done such a great job with making those women comfortable, as comfortable as possible in this really weird situation. Yeah. So. And, we, and we're really happy, like, you were able to join us today. I know it's a crazy time putting ourselves back in this limbo phase where you're hopefully in love and want to share it with the world and you just can't. And so you have been so incredible to watch with these women. They all seem like so enthralled with you and you really have a great cast. So the the best part mm-hmm. I will say is yet to come once all of this craziness is over. You do have a lot to look forward to. And in the meantime, I mean, from two leads who have been in your shoes we are here to answer questions advice to vent (laughs) to bitch whatever it needs to be we are here um and just know that that like the light is at the end of the tunnel good times ahead um and we're here to support you so um the next time we see you on happy hour we hope that you're accompanied by some wonderful lady next to you um if that smiles any indication i think this worked for you so we will wait a couple weeks to find out but thank you in the meantime and again we're always here (laughs) thank you so much it's been a pleasure well michelle i'm glad that we finally had him on and it's nice having the leads on further in the season as opposed to like right after night one because we have so much more to chat with them about yeah, they're just, and I didn't really think about that until today, but or after our conversation with Zach, but it's like when you're, it is nice to have them on the beginning because, I mean, you talk about the excitement and, their, and all these different things and what could potentially come, mm-hmm. but now that we're in this stage where it's already filmed and now he's already going through the process of like rewatching it. He's done like the press tours. He's done all those different things. He's it's just you become more comfortable with speaking about it, vulnerable. There's just more like wisdom there, I guess. Mm-hmm. Not that there's not before, but like it's just a, easier to speak about. A different like a deeper understanding of how yes. everything kind of works postseason, I would say. And he's yes. and that's why like we're we love always having new guests on. Again, like every week I love having the new contestants on because we get to know them more. And I'm happy that we finally had him on because I felt like he could kind of reflect and hopefully feel like he was in a safe space with us because like we've been in issues. We've all made mistakes. There's things that we've regretted or wish we did differently. And so we, we can empathize with him, but I'm, I'm glad that he was in a place where he can kind of now reflect and be like, you know, I wish I would have handled this a bit differently or I can see where somebody was coming from during the conversation. And so, um, Zach, thank you. We know that you're a busy, busy man. He is in the midst. He is probably traveling like crazy, constant interviews. Like his life is about to get even crazier. And so the fact that he could take an hour or two out of his day to just chat with us, I really appreciate. Um, So it was great to have you, Zach, on. And Michelle, good to be back with you again. And a huge thank you to all of our Happy Hour listeners. Of course, we couldn't do this every week without you. So thank you for tuning in. And just a quick reminder, next week is going to be a bit different. So like usual, you'll still catch your normal Bachelor episode on Monday at 8, 7 Central. But we also have an episode next Tuesday. Hometowns is Monday, Tuesday is finally the women tell all which michelle i know that we're i'm not gonna say excited we're looking forward to i mean obviously and we should just touch on this i guess really quick since we're here let's do it um 
there's obviously so much that has to be covered on the women tell all some of these women we haven't seen for weeks. What are you looking forward to for the tell all? Um, I just think I can kind of just speak on there's been a lot of conversations behind the scenes. Uh, I know, Becca, that you've been in some of those as well to just really make sure that we're moving forward in a positive direction. And I'm interested and hopeful that uh, for this next segment here with the Women Tell All, that those things will be addressed and that also the cast is able to address um, just some different things that they've kind of navigating through as well. Mm-hmm. And and so, yeah, that's I, I'm hoping for that. Yeah, I think <laughs> that's all I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the one thing that we're interested in seeing and, you know, we kind of touched on this a bit at the very beginning of the season was some of the tweets and the social posts with Greer. And she's somebody who we haven't seen a ton of on the season, just given the circumstances of having COVID and not being able to travel. But um, we've all seen those tweets that are out there. And so I hope that this is a platform that a conversation can be had and that can be addressed. And so, um, again, mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot that that goes down on the tell all as there always is. But I I'm going to keep my fingers crossed that that's yes. something that's included because we've kind of dropped the ball yes. a bit um, in the past on those conversations. So. We will be tuning in next week, definitely, to see both the Hometown episode and Tell All again Monday and Tuesday, 8, 7 Central on ABC. And then you can also stream those the next day on Hulu. And another reminder is that casting is still open for men to date our next Bachelorette. So if you are single yourself or if you know a friend or family member who is single that you want to nominate, just go to the website and that is bachelornation.com slash apply. And make sure to hit us up on social. You can follow us at Bachelor Happy Hour on Instagram. And from there, you'll find everything you need to know to follow us on Twitter and TikTok. And for you Prime members, you can listen to Bachelor Happy Hour ad-free on Amazon Music. Just download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can also listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. But before you go, please tell us about yourself by completing just a short little survey at wondery.com survey. Thank you, everyone, and see you next week. Cheers! Cheers. So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest-growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. 
Ready to feel the results? Head over to symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. I think when, when you're in a relationship, being able to travel with somebody is like one of the best things you could do. I agree. I think some of our best memories together are exploring new places and relaxing somewhere on a beach. So we've been working with the brand Beachbound Vacations to find our next perfect beach vacation. And instead of spending hours searching for your perfect beach, take the perfect beach finder quiz and let Beachbound do the heavy lifting for you. Go to beachbound.com to get started today. I mean, I love it. I can't wait for our next vacation. To get started, go to beachbound.com, click Be the first to try and then select take our quiz. There's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. Show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase because every time we buy a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. 